For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Want to make a podcast? Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily and distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else your podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I've discovered Spotify for podcasters, I just enjoy putting these podcasts out for everyone to really like. I highly recommend you give it a try. It's so easy to use. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the news update show. Tons of news coming from Indianapolis. Uh, that's where John Lynch, the GM of the 49ers, was speaking to media members. And he had a lot of tidbits, things that were very interesting about how exactly the 49ers plan to tackle this offseason. And there was a lot of things that potentially were answered, maybe other things that were revealed. Uh, but John Lynch was... You know, very forthcoming in the 49ers' ideas for the offseason. Of course, he can't give out the information of who they're going to get and all of that, but he did give a really good idea of how they're going to go about it, and there's a lot of updates that come from that. Uh, but not just that. The 49ers also had a couple of roster things. First off, they tendered Dewan Jennings. He's an exclusive rights free agent, which meant he could only negotiate with the 49ers, and the 49ers entered a one-year deal his way, which means he will be back in San Francisco on a very cheap deal, and those numbers will come out eventually, but the 49ers will be able to retain Dewan Jennings. Of course, he will uh, next year become a restricted free agent, and I'm sure the 49ers would be willing to tender him next year as well, but it means the 49ers are going to have a big-time wide receiver with them. Now, this guy is one of their best blockers, if not the best blocker from the wide receiver position and he makes big-time catches. Third and Jawan is a thing for a reason, and it will be something that the 49ers can count on in 2023. Kyle Shanahan gets Jawan Jennings. He's going to be able to make nickelbacks struggle again this year. 
he's always good for this team. Uh, very physical. Nothing to not like about what Jawan Jennings brings this roster. Earlier in the week, they signed Tabor Pepper, uh, the long snapper, bringing him back. He got $1.5 million guaranteed, top three uh, in the market for a long snapper. But the Fournier's wanted to make sure they've shored up most of their special teams. Of course, last year got Mitch Wisnowski under contract, the punter. Now Tabor Pepper uh, was officially announced today that Tabor Pepper had re-signed with the 49ers. So uh, 49ers continue to you know, bring back the players that they need for this roster as they look to build to the 90-man. Will Tabor Pepper's contract figure into the 49ers' top 51 contracts? Probably not, which means this is a very, very good signing for the San Francisco 49ers. Pepper has done a very good job over the last three seasons, and now that consistency can stay. Him and Wisnowski have worked very very well together when it comes to Brock Purdy John Lynch talked about you know the surgery and the fact that they had to push it back uh the surgeon wanted to make sure there wasn't any swelling and that everything was going to be good he's done these surgeries over 200 times with a lot of success and of course you don't know what's going to go into it that's what John Lynch said hey you just don't know until you get in there uh, but they're very optimistic about what's going to happen and it looks like Brock Purdy may have his surgery next week He's in Arizona. The surgeon is in training uh, for spring training for baseball uh, right now. Uh, he's a Texas Rangers doctor, so he's going to be in Arizona. He's going to evaluate Brock Purdy's elbow, and if everything is good next week, Brock Purdy will have the surgery on his elbow, and if everything goes good with that, you can expect the timeline to come from that six months from then, three months for Brock Purdy to recover from the injury, and then three months for him to build up. So it's not six months and then him build up his strength and ability. It means after six months, he'll be fully ready to go as long as the timeline works that way. Most of the time, this is how it is with pitchers, but Brock Purdy's a quarterback. He's not a pitcher. So some of the things he's required to do is different than a pitcher, and some of the torque he puts on his elbow is way different. Pitchers put a lot more torque with the different styles of pitch they throw and the way that their elbow is torqued during those throws. So uh, optimistic news for the 49ers that potentially Brock Purdy still could fit within that timeline. Like John Lynch said, they would love to have started this timeline already because they want Brock Purdy there, but he is 22 years old, and they want to make sure he's healthy for the long run. So making a very good decision there, and the listening to what the surgeon's advice was, that's the best opportunity for Brock Purdy to be able to contribute to the 49ers in 2023. Another quarterback that's slated to help the 49ers in 2023 is Trey Lance. John Lynch talked about the fact that Trey has started to drop back. He's been working out on the field. He can see it uh, from his second-story office. He's been watching him drop back. He said he wasn't going to say he was doing it without a limp. Not going to say Trey Lance is 100%, but that Trey Lance is definitely moving in the right direction. He started throwing recently, which everyone has probably heard of on Instagram. Trey Lance was looking for college receivers to be able to throw to. So uh, John Lynch talking about Trey Lance a little bit and his improvement. And like he said, Trey Lance needs opportunities. And that's what they're hoping that he's going to be able to get his opportunities. And he is, he's going to have an opportunity during this off season to be able uh, to, you know, Get those quarterback one reps in practice, a second straight year of OTAs led by Trey Lance. And let's see what he can do. Brock Purdy will be out. Trey Lance will be the guy. The other guy in the room has been Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, but John Lynch made it very clear. Shanahan has made it clear before, but this time John Lynch said he believes it has run its course, that Jimmy Garoppolo will be a great quarterback for somebody else. He was very thankful for what Jimmy has brought to this organization uh, and the things that they did, but 
Uh, they feel like they are ready to go in a different direction, and Jimmy's ready to go in a different direction. So amicably, they split now, and Jimmy will be one of the top quarterbacks in free agency. And let's see where he lands, rooting for Jimmy Garoppolo uh, wherever he goes. I just want the guy to have success uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, Jimmy Garoppolo has been a good 49er. Been a tough guy. He's you know, hung in there. Uh, second of all, the more he signs for, the bigger compensation pick the 49ers could potentially get next season. So uh, we want good for Jimmy for him, and we want good for the 49ers as now they are going to be going their separate ways. So what does that mean for the quarterback room? Well, John Lynch said that means the 49ers are going to be in the veteran quarterback market. I don't think he means Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr or high-priced guys. What he's talking about is as Trey Lance is getting healthy and as Brock Purdy is recovering from surgery, they're going to need not only bodies but a veteran presence to be able to come in there and handle snaps for Kyle Shanahan in this offense. So bringing in a veteran guy, and who's that going to be? Jacoby Brissett, I have pictured here. Uh, he could be one of those guys, and there's plenty of guys available. Carson Wentz was just released. Um, so who is it going to be? That That's a bigger question, but the 49ers will be involved in that market. And there's a plethora of quarterbacks that are available. So the 49ers could find a low-priced, you know, high-reward type player. And he also talked a little bit about that the NFL Competition Committee has discussed having a third quarterback potentially available for uh playoff games and the Super Bowl. I think that is a move in the right direction. It's called the 49ers rule. And I think now that that has happened, the league is definitely going to go that way. You don't want a game decided by lack of quarterbacks. So uh, a lot of information coming from John Lynch about the quarterback in from, uh, quarterback room. And one of them was that they're in their veteran quarterback market. Uh, next up, though, is Sean Gibson. So when John Lynch was done talking you know, to the national media there at the Combine, where well, there was some Bay Area media members involved in that as well. But then he stepped to the side and had more conversation with those media members. And he discussed safety to Sean Gibson. And he said Gibson has, you know, basically told them he wants to come back for a 12th season and they want to bring him back to the 49ers. So Gibson looks to be a target for the 49ers, a cheap option at safety to play next to Taldo Ufanga. We've seen the chemistry that those two have together. What a great season. Gibson, five interceptions. Can we expect that duplicate performance? Probably not, but he's a guy who understands the defense. He understands where he's supposed to be. And then when you you know, bring in the new defensive coordinator who has significant amount of experience within the secondary, Wilkes will be able to help them further even make an impact with this defense. So I think Gibson is going to end up back in San Francisco. John Lynch definitely wants him. I think Gibson wants to be back. Not only playing for Kyle Shanahan, but playing with Tauno Hufanga. They have such a great relationship. I think this thing is going to happen. They're just going to have to work it out. So good news for the 49ers that Gibson looks to be bypassing retirement and coming back for a 12th season. Robbie Gold. This one gets interesting. Robbie Gold's been one of the best postseason kickers of all time. He has not missed a field goal in the playoffs, and the 49ers have counted on him countless times, and he's always delivered. A few years ago, there was a, a big push for Robbie Gold to go back to Chicago where his family lives during the season because he missed them. Uh, but he has been chasing a championship, and he has said before the two things that he wants is a championship and you have a Hall of Fame career. Well, the 49ers know that there's a lot of price and a lot of money that goes into having a kicker like Robbie Gold. So 
Right now, John Lynch has said Robbie Gold is still in the mix, but they are evaluating kickers in this draft. So the 49ers could look to go young in the kicker department and go with a young kicker. And that would mean Robbie Gold will be moving on. The 49ers will be moving on from one of the greatest postseason kickers of all time. It's a interesting strategy and a tough one, but can you really afford to pay Robbie Gold four plus million dollars and not use that money somewhere else? Uh, it's it's tough to turn away from a kicker. I think anyone who knows 49ers history has seen the 49ers have struggles in the playoffs with kickers after moving on from a very established one, going from Ray Wershing, you know, over to Mike Kofer. That was a little bit of a struggle for a long time. Uh, so I, I think that you can worry about these things. David Akers in the playoffs in 2012. So it's a bold strategy, and I'm sure John Lynch is going to evaluate if they find a kicker that they like. It looks like they may go that direction. Uh, if not, then they're going to try to bring Robbie Gold back. But I think money is the main hang-up here. But Robbie Gold may not be a member of the 49ers this upcoming season. We'll see. Uh, there's a part of me that definitely hopes they work something out because Gold, uh, when it comes down to it, has been as good as Gold when they need him. So Robbie Gold, not exactly a for sure returning to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Diamro Lenore was getting high praise from John Lynch. John Lynch talked about Demo's ability. He felt like he had a breakthrough season. Uh, talked about the fact that, you know, at points they were attacking Demo. And at some point, Demo was starting to play so well and make so many plays that they had to start attacking Tarverius Ward. And he thought that was a real signal of Diamro Lenore coming into his own. As listening to it, I started to think, wow, they think Demo can play opposite of Tarverius Ward as a starter. And then he got even more clear and he said Demo had that versatility to play outside and inside, which is good news for the 49ers and the hope of potentially bringing back Emmanuel Mosley. You bring back Mosley, you put Demo in the slot with Jimmy Ward potentially moving on, and you've got yourself a very, very good starting uh, secondary at is with Gibson coming back, an entire secondary maybe that you're very confident in. So uh, John Lynch is, is very happy with Diamond or Lenore, and I think it's another fifth-round gym for the 49ers. If they're feeling that good about him from everything we saw during the season and the playoffs, I think Demo did step into his own. They're comfortable with him playing in the slot, which means this cornerback room may be very, very good and very deep because you also have Sam Womack, the young, the young guy who will be coming in his second season, who can be the first guy off the bench on the outside or the inside. I think the 49ers have some versatility in that cornerback room. Sure, they'll still look uh, to improve it because you always look to improve every room. But good news for the 49ers that they struck on another player late in the draft, fifth round gym, Diameter Lenore. Next up, Javon Kinlaw. A Kinlaw, the big conversation has been, will the 49ers pick up his fifth-year option? John Lynch did not reveal whether that was going to be the case, but he did reveal that he's been watching Javon Kinlaw, who has been rehabbing his injuries at the facility. Once again, looking out his second-story window to take a look at these players that are on the field rehabbing. And one of them is Javon Kinlaw. And he says Kinlaw's been working his butt off. He's been doing a good job. Uh, so I think they're still hopeful that in this season, Javon Kinlaw will be able to contribute to the 49ers' success, but they do have a lot of ability in that interior defensive line. Will they be big players in, in free agency on the interior defensive line? It doesn't sound so. The way that he was speaking to some of the media members, they're very high on Kalia Davis, uh, and they have other guys within that defensive line room that they're high on. So they are going to have to make some decisions about players like Hassan Ridgeway. Kevin Givens is a restricted free agent. Uh, but if you bring those guys back, maybe a low-cost signing of Maurice Hurst, 
and you've got yourself a pretty good interior defensive line, especially if Armstead's healthy and Kinlaw can contribute the way I think they're hoping. With him and Ridgeway, you got to feel really good about that nose tackle position. And then you put some two explosive, uh, you know, three techs, maybe Kalia Davis behind Eric Armstead. When you get into pass rush situations, they can do some damage. So uh, Kinlaw, not optimal. Everyone would wish he would be 100% able to make an impact for your defensive line. However, uh, this is at least good news that he's out there. He's progressing, and he's trying to recover from these injuries. And we'll see how this thing all plays out when we get to May. Will that fifth-year option be exercised, or will the 49ers look to move on from Javon Kinlaw after this season? I think it's a still-wait-and-see approach. Brian Greasy, quarterback coach. There was some up in the air whether he was going to be coming back, and I think everyone was very much hoping Brian Greasy would return he had great success. Jimmy Garoppolo had one of his best seasons before he was injured. We saw the development of Brock Purdy. Of course, we didn't get enough look at Trey Lance to see exactly how much he had improved with Brian Greasy as a quarterback coach. But it looks like Brian Greasy is going to be coming back. Uh, his family lives in Denver, so there was some, some chance that maybe he wouldn't do that. He's a family man, but he's going to be back, and him and Clay Kubiak are going to be handling the quarterback uh, position again. And that means great for the 49ers because now they have those guys uh, that can consistently work with Brock Purdy. Steady voices working with Purdy, working with Trey Lance. That's what those young quarterbacks need. They need guys who are consistent. Uh, so having consistent voices in that room is huge, and Brian Greasy is going to bring a consistent voice into that room and his understanding of the quarterback position, you know, playing not only within this offense, playing for you know, Gary Kubiak and Mike Shanahan, uh, but also just all the decisions you have to make on the field has been invaluable to these young quarterbacks. I look to see what their progression can, continues to be with Brian Greasy coming back. What great news for the San Francisco 49ers that he will be back and this coaching staff looks like it's not going to miss a beat as Kyle Shanahan, as he loses guys, implements guys who uh, either are as good or better in those situations. So, 49ers getting it done, making a lot of moves, and John Lynch with a lot of information. Thank you guys so much for watching this news update episode. I really appreciate it. As the combine happens, I'm sure more information is going to come out. Come right back here to the 49ers Cutback for all that news and information. Lots of stuff still going to be coming out this week. Going to get into some of the free agency while watching the combine to see what happens. Also, if you're on Patreon, our player reports are going to start coming out. So as I'm breaking down these draft prospects, if they're a guy that fits the scheme and what the 49ers want to do, but also is very um, someone I'm impressed with, they're going to get a star player award. And those are going to be over on Patreon. You can check those out if you want. Uh, but until then, everyone stay safe. And remember the right way is always the 49ers way. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.